0: Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your Master Certified Coach and Midlife Mentor. And once again, I'm so glad to be here with you for this week's episode, which is about how to be the queen of your brain domain. But first, I want to start by checking in with you about how you're doing. There is so much going on right now in the world. It has been so emotional. Like you, I've been horrified and angry, sad and overwhelmed as I've been watching the news, the events and the interviews that have all happened since the murder of George Floyd. We've also been talking about the events of the last couple of weeks in my groups and boy, do we need to talk. We also have to continue to learn or start to learn. We need to do better. We need to be braver. We need to be committed. We need to act or even learn how to act. Learning more about racism can be uncomfortable, very uncomfortable, but more mindfulness is required, and that's what we do here in the podcast. Thinking about what you think and why you think it has to be a priority, especially with racism. I want my community to be inclusive and safe, and I'll be here for you as we work hard to do better. Midlife is the perfect time for regret-proofing. It really is, and I don't want to have regrets about how I show up for something this important. I'm sure you don't either. We're all likely to make mistakes, but as Martin Luther King Jr. said, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Let's do better together. Black Lives Matter. Okay, let's dive into today's topic how you can be the queen of your brain domain. Do you recognize that topic? It's something I say at the end of every podcast episode, and it occurred to me that I should probably take some time and talk about what I really mean when I say that. I really don't even know why I started to think about your brain this way. (laughs) I think it might have started out a few years ago when I turned 50 and I felt compelled to wear a tiara on my birthday, which, by the way, is highly recommended. And now I wear one every year on my birthday. I give them out as birthday gifts and I think you should too. (laughs) I remember being really self-conscious of wanting more sparkle in my life. I have a husband and three boys. I guess you could call them young men. They're in their 20s. That's totally more accurate. And I guess what this situation had turned into for me over the years is that I became more self-conscious about things like sparkling, (laughs) you know, wearing pink Buying pink things, buying rhinestones, standing out, sparkling. Clearly, I had some thoughts about this that were dampening my sparkly comfort, mostly thoughts about being judged as extra and too much. And I've been working on those, hence the tiara. I totally don't care about it anymore, but there was definitely a phase when I did. Now I totally love sparkle. I can't help it. The more sparkle, the better. So I think that that tiara kind of opened up the door to the queen idea for me. Let's look at the important words in the phrase queen of your brain domain. Let's start with queen. Queen means the female ruler of an independent state, especially one who inherits the position by right of birth. Now, what I'm inspired by with this definition is that you have the potential to be the female ruler of your mind for sure. And that's what we're working on here in the podcast. Now let's look at brain, an organ of soft nervous tissue contained in the skull of vertebrates functioning as the coordinating center of sensation and intellectual and nervous activity. Intellectual capacity, that's what we're talking about. So again, this is about your personal coordinating center of your thinking. And finally, the word domain. Love this. It's an area of interest or an area over which a person has control. So there you have it. When you're the queen of your brain domain, you are interested in becoming the ruler of your thinking. You learn to take control of your thinking. You learn to think on purpose. And as a woman in the middle, what I take this to mean is that you become an expert at doing midlife on purpose as a result. I must say, as a midlife woman, I love the idea of learning to think on purpose while wearing a tiara. (laughs) It's just more fun, and it serves as a gentle reminder of who is harnessing sparkle power around here. You know what I mean? So what do you think? Are you soundly on the road to becoming the queen of your brain domain? Do you feel in control of your thinking? Do you feel that you're managing your emotions? Do you have confidence that you're thinking with intention? Or does everything still seem like a bit of a confusing crapshoot? What I mean is, do you look at life as a risky or uncertain matter? Now, when I talk about uncertainty, I'm not talking about things like the pandemic or the stock market. I'm talking about your personal results in life, what you want, how you show up, what you create. So think about this in terms of these kinds of things, your morning routines. Do you get up when you say you're going to get up? Exercise, like you plan to exercise. Setting goals and accomplishing them. Eating what you say you're going to eat. Having the kind of job that you want. Showing up in relationships the way you want. This kind of thing. Here's how to know. Look around at your life. What you see is based on what you think. So if you're overweight, it's because of what you're thinking. If you're not doing the morning routine that you really want to do, it's because of your thinking. If you never put yourself first it's because of your thinking. If you're wearing underwear that has holes in them, it's because of your thinking. If you want more friends and don't have them, because of your thinking. And if you wanna reach out more to your parents and don't, it's because of your thinking. See what I mean? So when you're the queen of your brain domain, three main things happen. At a deep level, you understand that you aren't your thoughts. You're a watcher of your thoughts. You take responsibility for your emotional well-being and you take full responsibility for your personal outcomes in life. It's not that simple to understand that you aren't your thoughts, that you take full responsibility for your feelings and outcomes in your life. It's not that simple to think about those three things. If it was simple, we'd all be doing it already. But it's possible. It's a skill that you can learn and you can continue to get better at it over time. The most important thing is that you start and that you're committed to becoming awesome at this. I mean, really, who doesn't want to be the queen of something, right? Why not your brain domain? So let's start with the idea of becoming a watcher of your thoughts. Have you heard this before? Here's Eckhart Tolle's quote in its entirety. Be the silent watcher of your thoughts and behavior. You are beneath the thinker. You are the stillness beneath the mental noise. You are the love and joy beneath the pain. So what that means is that you are not your thoughts. Instead, as a human, you have the ability to think about your thoughts. It's a metacognitive skill. You're actually thinking about your thinking. And the thing is that most of us think that we are our thoughts. We don't think of ourselves as separate from our thinking. I like to think of thoughts as a classic cartoon bubble. It's an easy idea because we're so familiar with what a cartoon bubble over someone's head looks like. (laughs) The bubble is separate from the person and you can tilt your head up and watch the thought bubble, so to speak, as a reminder that your thoughts are not you. It can really feel like it though, especially with negative emotion. Like if you think you're always late, for example, That's a thought, but it can easily seem like it's part of who you are, part of your DNA. And the thought that I found myself thinking for, oh, about 40 years, it was this one. It's harder for me to lose weight because I'm only 4'10". Yeah, I'm only (laughs) 4'10". That might be a surprise, but I am. I'm probably 4'9 now as a result of a little bit of, you know, shrinking. Um, But I never questioned that thought for all those years because I thought it was part of my genetic makeup. I was small and it was harder to lose weight as a result. I never questioned it. I didn't see it as a thought and one that I didn't have to think, especially if you've been thinking something for a really long time, it just seems like part of your identity. That's the thing. Thoughts are optional. You can think of them as a sentence in your mind in a thought bubble above your head. You can watch it. You can be curious about it. You can think about it on purpose. And you can decide if you want to think it on purpose. And if not, what kind of a thought do you want to think instead? You can ask yourself all of these questions and you can do this because you are not your thought. You can become the silent observer of your thoughts. Something magical happens when you're able to separate yourself from what you're thinking. You start to really understand that as an observer, you're clearly different than your thoughts. As the observer, you feel really different from the person who is emotionally affected from the thought as well. It's much more peaceful and inquisitive kind of perspective. And I got to say, it's pretty powerful. You realize that you can create a metacognitive pause. That you don't need to think, act, and do on autopilot. That you have more options than you think about the way you're thinking about situations and circumstances and the facts in your life. It's also why I love the question what's going on up there? (laughs) What's going on up there in that thought bubble above your head? This is an important element of being the queen of your brain domain. But there is more. Another element of becoming the queen of your brain domain is learning how to take full responsibility for your emotional well-being. Now, you may think you're doing a pretty good job of this already, and you might be, but I'd like to suggest that you probably have a little more work to do. Most of us do. Now, here's what I mean by this. It's very common to not take responsibility for how you feel. You come by this honestly. You were taught that other people make you upset or sad or mad at a very young age, that you can hurt someone else's feelings. The truth is that we don't have that much power. Thoughts create feelings. That means that what you think creates your emotions, not other people. Feelings come from the way that you think. And when you understand this, you can see that you create your own feelings, which also means that you can be responsible for the way you feel. It's really about being responsible for yourself. This means less blaming others for our feelings, fewer expectations about other people and what they need to do to make us happy, and in general, an appreciation that we are responsible for our emotional well-being. It can sound really strange when you're first learning about it, but really, it can also be a huge relief to understand that you have this power. You have this power, not anyone else. And it's a skill that you can develop. When you take responsibility for how you feel, you realize that you can also make choices for how you want to feel. And this understanding can really be liberating. So now you see that you can learn to think on purpose and also feel on purpose. This is queen-like behavior. You can rule over your brain domain like a boss. And there's one more thing. Another element of becoming the queen of your brain domain is learning To take full responsibility for your personal outcomes in life. Now, this is huge. This means that you understand that what you think, feel, and do have a big effect in your life. That there's a difference between just going around and living your life in kind of an unintentional way and living in an exceptionally intentional way. And when I say intentional, I mean that you know what you want and you know how to use the power of your thinking and your emotions to serve you to help you actually create the reality that you want. Being the queen of your brain domain doesn't mean winging it and hoping for the best. (laughs) It's more about creating a mindset shift that is calmer, more confident, more compassionate, and more personally strategic in that you know it will help you help yourself to be happier and more content. You will get excited about what you can create for yourself. It's very empowering. You will know the way you have to think to feel the way you need to feel to do what you need to do to have the results that you want. It frees you up to dream, to imagine what you want, and to know how to get it. It means that you don't resort to hoping things will work out. Instead, you have the confidence about how you want to show up, what you need to think and do to make your life happen for you. Once you're aware of this, you will realize how many people talk about hoping things happen. You won't say that anymore. You won't feel that way anymore once you understand that your thoughts create your feelings and that you can absolutely create the results that you want. What I mean about all this is, there's a difference between waiting for your life to happen for you, hoping that your life will happen for you, and knowing that that's not the way things work. You stop waiting for your life to happen to you. It's a subtle but powerful mindset shift that's full of way more courage and confidence. You know what to do to make your life happen for you. So different. And of course, new skills to help you understand the power of your mind. You also work on that. This is what's being the queen of your brain domain. This is what it's all about. You're in charge. You're not hoping for a crown. You're not dependent on anyone else to give you a crown. You're buying the crown, wearing the crown, and confidently enjoying your ability to reign as the CEO of the most valuable real estate you have, your brain domain. That's what I'm talking about with this whole queen of your brain domain thing. (laughs) I think it's totally fun to think about the serious work of living your life on purpose with the sparkly goodness of a queen in a crown or a tiara, whatever works for you. That's why I think it's the best way to be. You get all of the responsibility to create what you want. More love, more peace, more happiness, more fulfillment, more gratitude, whatever you like. It all starts with your thinking and you're the boss of that. That's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. It's time to get excited about your life again. And for sure, it's time for you to show up in your life exactly the way you want to. As you can see, being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be. It's what you need to do to do midlife on purpose. It's what you have to do so that you don't have regrets. Check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at susierosensteincom forward slash nine secrets. Let's do this, ladies. It's time to be the woman that you are ready to be one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.